wow, there's going to be a lot of color in this production. And she looked at me and she goes, and a lot of darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If you find yourself stuck in a rut, personally or professionally, this podcast is for you. The Rory Pitt Show comes to you weekly and includes over 40 years of life experience. And that's just the guy behind the mic. Join Rory as he entertains you with stories that will encourage and inspire you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here's your host, Rory Pitts. Welcome to the Rory Pitt Show, episode number 14. If this is your first time listening, thanks for hopping on. The Rory Pitt Show is produced every week in Puyallup, Washington, and is created for enjoyment. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, like it on SoundCloud, or subscribe in iTunes. If you like what you hear, please spread the word and let your family and friends know about the Rory Pitt Show. Now, let's get started. I've, I've had people ask me, why are you doing a podcast? Here we are 14 episodes in. Every episode is a little bit different than the previous one. You can hear the growth from episode one to even last week, where I was consciously thinking about the things I was saying before I would say them. And you'll hear in today's interview, I catch myself a couple times, and I have some fun with my guest. (laughs) You know, the main reason I do this podcast, I like to share my story. I feel like I got stories that I can share with you that you can relate to or things that have come up that you might find interesting or humorous, but I also like to share your story. It's not just about me, but it's about the people that I can sit down with and talk to and hear about how they function. And the people I've interviewed so far, I've learned something from every single one of them, and I hope you have too. I've learned, I've learned better ways to be an entrepreneur. I've learned better ways to be a buyer's agent. I've learned better ways to just be a better person overall. And that's my hope is when I sit down with these folks and I interview them, that you'll get that sense too, and that you'll share these stories with your family and friends. So that's why I do this podcast. I listen to other podcasts out there, and and every podcast does have their own agenda in one way or another, just like this one does. But this one, I try and keep it positive. And especially after the tragedy that has happened that happened earlier this week in Orlando, we need more positive information out there. That's not to say that there's not tough things going on in our lives or in the world, but it's, it's nice to have an option where there's somebody being positive. And that's the message I hope that comes across here. So I want to give a big shout out to Neil Mathweg, who had me on the Onion Juice podcast earlier this week, where we were talking everything about social media, about how to be a media company that just happens to, in my case, sell real estate. But it can really work for anybody. You could be a media company that happens to clean carpets or be a media company that happens to sell cupcakes. It's just a matter of how do you get your message out there and let people come to know who you are. And again, this is one of the tools that I use to let people know who I am is with my podcast. Because my philosophy is, is that if you are looking to do business with me, 
through real estate, through social media, through media. I want you to be able to see how I operate and then come to me. Because I feel that if you know who I am and you know how I operate, you're already comfortable with me. And chances are, if you like how I operate, I'm going to be comfortable with you. So that was our big discussion this week on the Onion Juice podcast was how to be, how to be a media company that just happens to do blank. So I, I, I'm stumbling right now, <laughs> but that's part of my authenticity. But I, I implore you, head over to the Onion Juice podcast. Just go to iTunes, type in Onion Juice, two words, and you'll see Neil Mathwig's mug on there, and he's drinking, uh, he's drinking onion juice, but little secret, it's, he's not really drinking onion juice, but it shows him drinking onion juice. Uh, and then check out episode 39. That's the one that Neil and I did together, and we had a ton of fun, and we talked a lot about how to be a, social, how to be a media company that happens to sell whatever. So yeah, head on over there. All right, well, without further ado, one thing I wanted to do different this week that I haven't done in the past is I want to get right to the interview. I think it's important that we get right to the interview and, and listen to what our guest has to say today. So today's guest is Debbie Churchill. She's the producer of this year's Astro show, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And I got a chance to sit down with Debbie. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll... I'll open up the curtain a little bit so you can so you can see what's going on behind the scenes here. I actually got a chance to sit down with Debbie yesterday, and we were in the costume room, and I told her, I said, let's sit in here because it's got really good acoustics, and we won't have to hear a lot of uh, echoes or stuff like that. And it was, it was we had so much fun. Um, but, but uh, yeah, we got to sit in the costume room, and, and I got a chance to learn more about this awesome organization, Astra, and get to learn about what we have in store for this year's show with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And uh, I'll share some some final thoughts after the interview. Uh, but without further ado, here's Debbie Churchill, producer of this year's Astra show, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. All right, I'm here with Debbie Churchill, the producer of Astra's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Good to see you today, Debbie. Good to see you too, Laura. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I appreciate you sitting down with me and just taking the time to share about Astra. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is what is Astra and how did it get started? It's interesting you say that. There's, a, there's parishioners in our church that even ask us, I've never been to your show. <laughs> um, actually, Astra stands for All Saints Theatrical Repertoire Association. Okay. And what we are is we are a ministry within our church. Um, most people who know us, um, who come to our shows, don't really recognize us always as a ministry, but that's really what we are. And um, we got started back in 2003. There was a fundraiser to go to Mexico and build some houses. Okay. And it actually, one of the uh, leading people was Mario Penalver, and he is our Karatekist Pots in this <laughs> show. But uh, Mario um, got together with a bunch of other people and they did a fundraiser and they performed the best Christmas pageant ever. Okay. And so that was our very first show. We performed in January of 2004. And um, that's basically how we got started. Um, what happened was after the show finished, the people that were involved said, wow, this was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And they all had kind of a similar interest. So they got together and we formed a committee within the uh, church. And um, our committee actually is a committee of 12. Okay. We meet every month 
and we actually plan uh, all year long for the summer production because we all work full time. Uh -huh. And so, and it takes us that long to do the type of production that we do because we share facilities with the church and with the school that we have on site. So, um, so we got together and the next uh, production was The Sound of Music. Okay. And Mario also directed that, um, that show. And um, that's where we began. So it was pretty quick. And after that, we just every year we say, okay, are we going to do another one? And we do. <laughs> so. Wow. So since 2003. Now, this is all volunteer based, right? It is. We are 100% volunteer. We obviously pay the caterer for the food. Right. But even our caterer donates uh, his time and, um, and uh, discounts for um, being part of Astra. Because he also feels that he is an Astra family member and loves the show. so That is too cool. Yeah. How many volunteers do you guys have? It varies. Um, we uh, Every year we grow. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have an exact number for you right now, but it varies anywhere from 100 to 200 volunteers. Wow. Every year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing, huh? <laughs> that is a lot of people helping out. But we always feel we don't have enough volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to volunteer... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Before you became involved with Astro, what were you doing? Um, just probably like everybody else. I was a mom. I'm a working mom and, uh, you know, taxing my, my daughter to and from uh, things. And she's very musical. She's uh, very theatrical. And the reason I got involved was she was Imogene Herdman in the very uh, first production that we did. Okay. And I, of course, as a good stage mom, volunteered my time and I went, Wow, I just made such great friends, and I said, and of course, we were new parishioners at All Saints, and um, most of the people that are our core group uh, were parishioners at the time. Okay. And so, it just was, it was just like new friends and new family, and so that's how I uh, got involved, and I continued, so. That is, yeah. that's a neat, that's a neat story. Yeah. So, So, you got involved because your daughter was involved. Absolutely, because as you probably know me, I am not one who likes to be in front of the audience. <laughs> I'm definitely a behind-the-scenes kind of person, so yes. Now, is this your first time being a producer? No, no. I've produced a few shows. Um, Joseph, um, I was producer. I was a co-producer for Mattress. Um, Steve Miller, who used to be one of our Astro Committee, um, he actually was a chair for a while. Um, he... Um, he and I were, um, I was his assistant producer. So, no, it's not my first time. <laughs> uh, it is my second time being uh, a producer without a team of a producer. So, okay. So it's a lot of responsibility, but I love it. So <laughs> that, that, is, that is neat. That is a lot of responsibility. I know as a, as a parent of kids that have been involved with Astra, I see how much work that you guys put into there on a, on a volunteer basis. And and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing how much you guys give back to this ministry. So I know as a parent and as a parishioner, I appreciate it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Um, what challenges have you faced being a producer or being involved with Astro? What challenges have you faced that you guys have you guys been able to work through that's made you a better volunteer or a better producer? Well, I think there's always typical challenges that you deal with, you know, the unexpected situations. And so those are things that you really can't plan for. Um, challenges actually, um, because our parish is a very active parish, 
I would say some of the challenges are just the facilities itself. Right. Um, as I mentioned, we share the facilities with the church. Mm -hmm. um, there are things going on, celebrations, there are funerals. Um, we share it with the school. Obviously, they use the gym yeah. <laughs> to uh, do PE, but all of the peripheral rooms are for other ministries. You know, we have the, uh, the Shaw Ministry. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there are lots of them, uh, Bible study, of course. Um, so it's coordinating some space to actually do what we need to do. And especially during the school year, you know, it becomes very, uh, there's uh, CYO and um, there's, uh, what is it, volleyball and basketball. So um, I would say facilities is probably the biggest challenge overall. Um, it's always a challenge to get the volunteers mm -hmm. um, to recruit volunteers and to get the volunteers to um, kind of pair up with the type of job that they want to do. So some volunteers like to paint, but they're not an artist. So they like to just paint like you would paint a wall. Right. Um, some volunteers are able to sew. Some are able to build, as we know, right next to us right now. Yep, yep. There's a lot of building <laughs> going on. So um, so finding that, you know, that love uh, that people have for the for the um, the hours or the dedication that they want to, um, to share with us is sometimes always a challenge. Yeah, definitely. And I, I noticed this year you guys did kind of like a kind of like a career fair type of setup where it wasn't, I mean, not a career fair, but you had different stages of the production out there asking for help. And I thought that was a really good way to get people involved. And mm -hmm. it was a, it was a non, I don't want to say threatening way, but it was a way to say, we need your help, but we're not going to be in your face. And it seemed like a lot of people signed up for different things. You're right. And, and, you know, um, that's, are, that is a challenge because some people want to volunteer, but they're scared because they say, well, I don't know if I could commit to that much time. And so that is always a challenge for us. So um, normally we do what we call a vision meeting. And this year we did not do a vision meeting. We did mm -hmm. a, we called it more of a reception. The vision meeting usually is the director um, giving us their vision so that all of the artistry can um, use, utilize that um, as their planning their departments. But this year we already knew what Don's vision was. And um, uh, who's Don? Don is, I'm sorry, Don <laughs> is our director, Don Lotz. Uh, he's our director. And um, we've actually been planning this show for quite a long time. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, so we decided that we would approach it from a different perspective. And so that's why we had kind of a reception. And we did, we highlighted all of the various departments. We already had leads in the department and we wanted to share what Astro was about because we were hoping that the, the newer folks that were joining would get a sense of you know just exactly what we do every yeah. year so yeah yeah so we had pictures out we had our photo albums out um, we had people who were knowledgeable at each station that could kind of talk um, to other people yeah, I like that reception. I thought that was yeah. a good way to get more people involved. That's good to and, know. Thank you. And if you listen to this podcast, you're more than welcome to come to next year's reception too. Yes. Just, just saying. <laughs> yes, come, come. So um, looking back on your time, I just said, um, by the way, that's I'm fighting the um disease. Oh, okay. I say um and ah and and a lot. I do too. <laughs> so looking back on your time with Astra, what is something that you look back now and you go, you know, I probably would have done that differently. 
Wow, that's a hard question. That's a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even ask you the toughest question. Oh. <laughs> so I feel bad. I'm going to stop for a second, and I'm going to ask oh, Debbie no. the toughest question. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a plug for Starbucks, my favorite. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is you're not alone. The person that I interviewed last week, uh -huh. Brittany Hamilton with Operation Ward 57, she too had coffee. That was her breakfast. For her breakfast. Yep, yeah. exactly. Actually, that was my lunch too. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Brittany had the same, but. Well, I had that for lunch, by yeah. the way. So, you know, apparently Starbucks runs the world and feeds all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank goodness. So to get back to that question, what is something what is something that you would have done differently now that you've had some time to take a look back? So differently. That is a really difficult question because um, you know, um it's hard to predict, you know, ahead of time uh how things will play out. And honestly, deep in my heart, I can't think of anything that I would have done differently. You know, sometimes we uh we think that maybe we um, haven't planned well enough, or maybe we haven't recruited enough volunteers. Um, but you know, as far as doing anything differently, as far as my involvement, I wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's refreshing because a lot yeah. of people will will reflect and go, oh, "I would have changed this, or I would have changed that." But that's that's a refreshing answer to, oh, be, okay. to be quite quite frank with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. I'm glad I got answered that one. <laughs> Um, I did it again. Um, oh, you did. I'll just slap you. Each that's time fine. You know what? That's fine. Uh, I did it again. I can't stop. It's a disease. Oh dear. What is one thing? What or what is one moment that you can look back on and and go? You know what, Astra? That's okay. Mm -hmm. That was a ding. She got a Producers message. Producers have to be on call twenty four seven. What can I say? <laughs> It's the entertainment industry. I understand. Yeah. I, you know, your handlers—they barely let me have any time with you. So it's—I totally understand. That's true. I literally came from. Um, so I have to tell you, I came from ironing from 10 a.m. until 2:30 for fabric that we were going to hang tomorrow. Okay. And one piece was 30 feet long. Oh my god. The other two were over 20 feet long. So, <laughs> yes. So it's it's just nonstop. For it you. is nonstop. <laughs> From now on, yes. <laughs> so something that you can look back in the past and you can say, you know what, we are making a difference with Astra. What is that moment that you that you went, we are making a difference? You know, I, there was no way that I could say there was one moment. Okay. There is a multitude of moments um, that really um, speaks for Astra. Um, and, and I'm really talking about, you know, what Astra is about. Astra is a ministry, and what we want to do is, is we want to provide for kids. We want to provide that experience. We want to nurture them. Mm -hmm. We want to mentor them. We have kids who have never been on stage. This year, we have kids who have never been on stage, but they are um, brave enough to uh, step out of their comfort zone and be on stage, and so we're providing that for them. Um, I did it. I said, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's contagious. Yes. But um, <laughs> there are so many um, lives that I, I know that we have touched. We have um, a senior group that comes from Kent every year. Um, we have a parishioner that buses them down. 
and the joy that they get with sitting down, sharing a dinner um, and time with their friends and being entertained and just, you know, laughing and having a great time and just getting out of their normal setting and coming uh, to our um, to our show. We have people who come. I've talked to people from Bremerton. They've changed their class reunion and now we are their class reunion wow so they come to celebrate what they had in the past at our show we have birthday celebrations we have all kinds of different celebrations that are shared with us during the production there are kids that i know for sure that their lives have changed we have one young um uh, well he's a man now but uh, he went to pepperdine and he'll know who I'm talking about when he hears this. But he went to Pepperdine, and he wanted to uh, learn how to do sets. And Nancy Morris, who is our set uh, designer this year, she mentored him. And I remember he said to me, he said, Deb, I want to learn how to sew. I said, you want to learn how to sew, really? <laughs> so we sewed together, and uh, he was really excited about it. And uh, he's actually got a career now. I'm not sure exactly the title of his career, but... He went on and he's doing really well. We have had kids wow. who have appeared on The Voice. Really? Yes. That is cool. Yes, we have uh, kids who have been on, or one child who has been in Glee. Uh, so that wow. was pretty exciting. Uh, in our kitchen, we had our uh, our house manager was very interested in culinary arts uh -huh. and uh, went to school on the East Coast. Um, after being involved in Astra, and we feel like we have some little, you know, uh, part in that and making that happen for them. We had one very exciting situation. We had a young gentleman, a young boy, who was uh, an incredible dancer, and there was somebody, you know, we frequently get people because of our large audience mm -hmm. pull, but we frequently get people who from out of state. And one night, there was somebody in our audience that um, contacted us and said, we saw your show last night. There was this um, kid that we would like to join us this summer for the Harlem um, Dancers. Holy in, smokes, in really? Yes, yes. Wow. And so we connected them, and um, he was able to join them their dance troupe um, that summer. So that was extremely exciting for us. I mean, how... I mean, that's just like in a storybook that you would no hear. No kidding. Not so in real life. <laughs> from, from little old Puyallup yes. to, to Harlem. Yes, yes. That is amazing. Yeah. So you guys have touched a lot of lives. We hope so. And they've touched our lives too. You know, the audience, we love to talk to the audience. And when they share their joy or their smile or they, uh, they point out something in our show that, you know, uh, they connected with with their past life or something that they uh, made them excited to say hey I'm going to do it we've had lots of kids say next year I'm going to come out and audition we've had musicians um, they say we just cannot wait to be part of your orchestra um, Mike Lewis is our orchestra conductor he's amazing um, yeah he is he, he is really amazing <laughs> um, one year I, I was taking the phone calls I was manning the phones and I got this call and it was from another church. And they said, you know what? We hear this thing that's going on over at All Saints, and we want to be a part of it. And they joined our orchestra that year, 
And there are some of the members that are still in our orchestra every year that come and play with us. That is amazing. Yeah. So we invite, we open our doors where um, there are students or students. I'm a teacher, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) There are children and adults who have probably never prayed or have never thought about um, what it is to pray. And during our, um, our shows, we gather together just before we go on on stage, and we pray together. And we also eat together, but we pray together. And you know, I uh, it brings me joy to think that you know we're planting seeds, uh, providing maybe some connection with God that you know maybe they never even thought about before. So right. So it's kind of exciting. But you're right. It's no pressure. It's not that you, in order to be part of us, you have to be Catholic. Absolutely not. Uh, you don't have to um, come to us, you know, um, praying every day. Um, we just want you to be part of us. And, and if that happens, that's great. So. so, and you've had a lot of people come through those doors that, I mean, you don't have to be a parishioner to be involved with Astra. Well, in the beginning, they were all parishioners. But what we found was is that we were growing so quickly. Um, it was very exciting. But we did not have enough within our parish to do what we wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. you've been to our shows. Oh, and yeah. Our kids have been in the shows. Oh, yeah. Yes. And so, um, so what we needed to do was to expand. So we started reaching out to other per, uh, parishes. And then eventually it was the community. And uh, now we actually get actors like we have um, Grandpa Potts is coming all the way over from uh, uh, the Geek Harbor area. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he drives over every day. So, yes. So we reach out. We have um, one of our ensemble comes all the way from Lacey. Wow. To be part of our production. That's so, a pretty big deal to come that far to be a part of the community you play. It's a huge commitment. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, and we're really thankful that they're doing that. Because so. <laughs> yeah. I know our family, we're just coming from South Hill, which is five miles away. Right. You know, and it's, we, as our family, we have to adjust our schedule for, for the kids because we don't want the kids to miss practice. Right. Um, so I can't and I imagine. I appreciate that. I'm really Yes. So, so this year's performance, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, what can you tell me about it? Wow. What do you want to know about it is what I should say. <laughs> well, we've all seen the movie. Yes. Or if you haven't seen the movie, it's on Netflix. Go see it. Yeah. Uh, but what, what, is, what are we going to get in this performance that uh, maybe it's different from the movie? It actually follows the movie um, pretty closely oh, okay. in a lot of parts, yes. And... Um, what you'll see is, is you'll see the vision of our director, Don Lotz. So whenever our director um, supplies us with the vision, they've always, they're incorporating things that they have from other shows that they like. So the, some of the comedy, some of the dance, some of the choreography um, will all be embedded in this show. So it really will bring um, to life the story of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So um, it's really true. Um, it's close to Don's heart. This is one of his favorite shows. Um, he's been wanting to perform or direct the show for a long time. We've been wanting to uh, produce the show for a long time. So we've been thinking about this show forever. It seems like, not really, but <laughs> it seems like it. But um, there is an incredible amount of talent um, 
on stage. So there are some, uh, some actors that people will recognize. We have some newcomers. Um, like I mentioned before, we have some first um, uh, actors who've never been on stage and they're on stage for the first time. Uh, our sets are incredible, obviously. Uh -huh. um, uh, you will never, well, I won't say never, our Chitty is amazing. I have seen a sneak peek of Chitty. <laughs> but you cannot say anything. I cannot say a word. <laughs> I did not take any pictures. I, I will make sure the NSA will look at my phone before I leave. <laughs> you were sworn to secrecy. I was sworn to secrecy, but I can tell you, Chitty looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Chitty has been in production for, um, well, since October. So wow. for several months. Uh, it's been in the design uh, production for a long time, but uh, as far as the physical construction part since October. Uh, Diana Scott, I should recognize a few people here. So I already mentioned Nancy Morris, our set designer. Um, Rod Nershaw is leading the car team. And we have an incredible group of uh, engineers. I mean, they come with all this expertise to make it really um, very successful. Um, so Rod Nershaw, we're very thankful for his leadership. Diana Scott is our customer. She is um, she's a professional designer as well. And right now we're sitting in her costume room. So you're surrounded by an yes. array of colors yeah. and <laughs> different things. There's hats, there's dresses, there's... <laughs> I'm telling them not to tell our secrets. Dawn, has, Dawn wants it to be very exciting uh a surprise he and don is all about surprises and he's all about presentation so that's also part of his vision uh for this show um you know i i hope i don't leave out anybody but um everything from the food that you are going to be served when you come to see chitty and by the way we are doing Astra's version of bangers and mash. So if you know, that's a very British uh, meal. So prepare yourselves. We're doing bangers and mash. But from our wonderful volunteers in the kitchen who work really, really hard, um, we have uh, uh, Karen uh, Panesco. She is our um, program uh, graphic artist. She's also been working with Don for our posters. Let's see, I, you're going to edit here so you can take <laughs> out my ums so I don't forget. Um, I saw some of the posters, and those are really cool looking. Yeah, they really turned out nice. You'll notice that there is not a recognizable chitty on that poster right. because Don does not want to first of all give anybody an idea of what our chitty might look like but he wants them to be totally surprised so it's kind of a silhouette there it's very cool i was talking to nancy just a little bit ago before we started and um i had mentioned to her i said wow there's going to be a lot of color in this production and she looked at me and she goes and a lot of darkness <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and there's a reason for that there's a reason for that but we have our wonderful lighting designer, uh, Greg Scott, who yep. happens to have the same last name as Diana Scott, <laughs> <laughs> for a good reason. They're, they are a married couple. Um, we have uh, Jeff Flynn. He's our sound director, manager. Mm, I'm trying to think of all of our other leads. We have Jillian Churchill, who's in charge of hair and makeup. 
we have, let's see, what other departments do we have? I'm going to cheat and kind of look at a program here. Because I will feel terrible if I forget Oh, you know, because there's always somebody that gets left out. Yeah. And then you, you ask, well, well, why didn't you mention my name? You know, and <laughs> I could sit here and list over 100 oh, names absolutely. Off, obviously. But there we have just uh, an incredible number of volunteers that are giving their time and talent efforts, effortlessly, um, and we really appreciate that. So it would be very difficult for me to name all the names, yeah. but I'm trying to make sure I cover my main department. So <laughs> let me just take a quick look. We have Bob Baltzell. We call him our historian. He is our photographer, and yes. he's a wonderful guy, but he captures the behind the scenes as well as preview night, you know that we take some still photos of the show and we do this photo montage. Uh, so that's really fun. Now, every year you guys do a, um, a wrap up uh, after you take down the sets and everything. Are those Bob's photos that we're looking at at that wrap up? Um, yes, they oh, are. Yes. Bob does a great job. To he really just, does. To tell the story of the, the season yes. of working on a And actually, there are a lot of uh, photographers within our group, and they share their pictures as well. So we kind of bring all of that together and then make the photo montage. To, and we do it as kind of a little thank you for the, uh, the cast and crew as well. I know that photo montage, it always it gets, it gets me in the sense of, I want to be part of that next year. And then when, when it comes time to do uh, auditions, uh, I'm kind of like a parishioner <laughs> that you talked about earlier, where I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I'll yeah. let my kids do it. Right, <laughs> I'm right. not getting up there. Well, I'm glad your kids are involved because <laughs> they're so talented. So we have our wonderful marketing manager, who is Dean Dunlap. And we have his wife, who's our ticket master, Janice Dunlap. So I'm kind of cheating and looking at some of our things. Our uh, kitchen co-managers um, are Jenny Hoskins and um, Christine Holland. And let's see what else. We have our prop master. Um, actually, it's a co-prop master, Nancy Morris, as well as Sarah Scott. And you'll recognize the Scott name yep. again. Yeah, Scots are definitely involved. Yeah, and then I mentioned um, Mike Lewis, who's our um, orchestra conductor. We also have our vocal director, who is Carol Ann Parker, and she joins us from California, if you can believe that. Wow. Uh, and she is Don's sister. So oh, neat. He has a very talented family. We also have a very special uh, lead, uh, Kelsey Kavakovich. Mm -hmm. And Kelsey has been involved with Astrosense Sound and Music. She has actually directed shows for us, as well as choreographed them. She's also been in a lot of our shows. She was Cinderella in our Cinderella. Uh, she was Maria in Sound of Music. But uh, Kelsey lives um, back east, well, Midwest, and she is joining us for um, a few weekends, and she is actually our choreographer. Oh, wow. So we feel very fortunate to have her back with us. Um, let's see. I'm saying, oh, my goodness. Now, see, now that you made me aware of that, I'm really. <laughs> anyway, well, I hope I didn't forget anybody because I would feel terrible because I have like the most incredible, I call them the dream team, the A team. Um, they make my life so much easier to produce this show because it is a huge task to produce it. Yeah. And it does feel like a big family event. 
on the backside because I know I've been I've been working with Dean mm-hmm. trying trying to help with the marketing team and it does feel like a family event where where everybody will they'll try and go above and beyond what they might normally do in a regular job environment and I think it's because everybody understands how important it is to get this production off the ground and right. for the community right. to see it and so it does feel like a family uh, let's see I'm doing it a family event not only the show which is very family friendly but also the team of people that put a lot of love into it yes, yes. And, and that's what I take away from seeing either being involved with it uh, or maybe one year not be involved with it but seeing it from the outside it just it's always the same there's a lot of love that goes into putting this production together and it, I think it separates us from other uh, community theaters because mm-hmm. we are very family oriented we often will um, share a meal together, um, bring treats, you know, go out to coffee, you know, things like that. We rally together. We support each other. Um, we do things outside of the yep. production together. So definitely. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, where, can, where can people get more information about Astra, you know, either to get involved as a volunteer or to see the show? I am glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are on sale. <laughs> so you can go to our website, uh, which is www.astra, and that's astra, A-S-T-R-A, musical.com. You can also call us. We have a phone line, uh, area code 253-579-6192. Um, and you can just Google us, too, and find Astra. We also have a Facebook page, as Rory knows, yep. uh, which really cool. Um, Don actually uh, put together a, uh, we have a, um, uh, what do you call it, a promotional um, video. Yes, 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 which it, tricked a lot of people. <laughs> a lot I of know. people thought it was going to be a different production. Yes, and, yes. Uh, yeah, but we have a promo. Done there right now too so if you haven't seen it yet you should go on to our website and I will take do a look that. Yes. I will do that <laughs> we have uh, one of our actors one of our child actors is one of the two leads in the in the um, in the promo and a parishioner that um, Don says I want her in our <laughs> promo. so we recruited her so we have some surprises in this show I'm not going to do any uh, spoilers here uh, we have lots of surprises, but gosh, I hope you come out and see our show. That would be wonderful. And uh, stop by and say hi to me. I'll be around. Yeah, definitely. Serving it, coffee if it, I can. <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Trust me, uh, our family has been involved for a long time. And if you've not had a chance to get out and see an Astra show, I, I highly recommend it. It's great family entertainment. And um, I'll make sure to have all the links to uh, to Astra's websites, to their Facebook page, and any other contact information. I'll have those in the show notes. Uh, but other than that, is there anything else that we missed? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to stand with me. I know you're super busy. Your phone's gone off, what, three times? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get the message out there, okay. and we'll share this with the community. And and you know, hopefully next year it'll be even bigger than it is this year. I hope so. So thanks again, Debbie. Thanks, I appreciate Lori. it. You I bet. appreciate it. Thank you. I had such a wonderful time sitting down with Debbie. I got to learn about I learned some things about Astra that I didn't know. Like I didn't know that Astra started by doing fundraising for a trip to Mexico. I didn't know that. And 
The thing is, is our family has been involved with Astra since 2009. And as a, as a, as a dad, as a parent of a kid or kids who have been involved with Astra, I appreciate all the, all the skills that they have learned um, being in entertainment and the experiences they've had. I've seen how it's helped them grow. I've seen Jesse grow. I've seen John grow. I've seen Kaylee grow where they just, they can do these things and they have no fear and they're putting on a performance and they're entertaining. And to see that brings me so much joy. And I saw the kids a, a couple years ago in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And it was just awesome. It was just awesome seeing their, them there up on the stage and, and singing their songs and doing their lines. And, and it's a big deal. It's not just this little tiny show. Astra puts on a really good quality production. And if you haven't had a chance to get out there, you got to get out there. You know, and Astra is a, it's a true ministry in the sense of it reaches out to the community as well as it reaches out to the people that put on the show. So all the cast members, everybody behind the scenes, everybody that's doing the, the catering or the um, busing of tables or watching the kids during the scene changes, everybody involved in Astra is part of a ministry of not only community, but love. And really this, what Astra does goes back to what we need more in our country. We need more things like this where we're truly loving one another. And I'm thankful not only as a parishioner of All Saints Parish, but as a member of this community, I'm thankful for Astra and I'm thankful for the things that they do for our community. So it's just, it's just a good time. And if you get a chance, go see Chitty Chitty Bang Bang this year. If it's going to be anything like their past shows, it's going to be dynamite and it's going to amaze you. And you're going to think, wow, this is a church community production. They do such an amazing job. So uh, yeah, get a chance to go out there and it's family friendly. Not a lot of things are family friendly anymore, so it's nice to be able to take the family out to good old theater and enjoy a good show. So, well, that's it for this week. I want to thank Debbie Churchill for being my guest. And a side note, Sue Ward, if you are listening to this, Debbie felt horrible after we got done. She said, I forgot to mention Mama Sue. So I told her that I'd get your name on the podcast Sue Ward, you are an amazing person too. And we just, we couldn't do these things without you. So thank you, Sue, for everything you do for Astra. And, uh, you know, that just goes to show that, that Debbie is just such a wonderful person. She just, she's so caring and she's always, I, I always see her smile. She's always, hey, Rory, how's it going? Or I hear her talking to other people and, and just everybody involved is Astra. So again, thank you, Debbie Churchill, for sitting down with me and being my guest. If you want to learn more about Astra and this year's show, go to www.rorypitts.com and I will have links to all the, or I'll have links to in the show notes there. And so I'll have links to their website, to the Facebook page, to Twitter, to all that good information. And you, you can find out where to get tickets, find out how to get involved and all that good stuff. Hey, I just want to say I'm, I'm grateful that you guys would take the time out of your busy day to listen to the Rory Pitts show. As always, let's keep the conversation going after the show. I'd love your feedback, comments, and suggestions for future guests. Connect with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Snapchat, and Periscope at Rory Pitts. You can find me on Twitter, Real Rory Pitts. And you can find me on Instagram, Rory underscore Pitts. Also know that the show is on iTunes now. 
So please take a moment and rate it and leave some comments behind because your comments really help me grow. Thanks again for listening to the Rory Pitt Show. Take care of yourselves. And as you go through your day today, as always, be well.